Today is the day that I've been dreading doing an episode on about student loan cancellation. This has been a talk for some time, and today is the day I can finally put my face in my hands in total disbelief. I've kept the same views on student loan debt for years now, and today I truly, I truly want to translate for you exactly how I feel so that you can just get a better view from your stance. Today, I'm going to show you how student loan cancellation is not a solution and that we will bear the torture of what it will entail for our country. At the end of this episode, you don't have to agree with me. I'm not expecting everyone to agree with me, but what I want you to do is create a different point of view and mindset about what is currently unfolding. Here we go. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. How's it going? Hopefully everyone is having a great weekend. Thank you for joining me on the financial mirror as we continue to improve to work on the one thing we can control ourselves and improve that financial well-being. If this is your first time joining in, don't forget to hit the subscribe on YouTube and be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. And if you are on Apple or Spotify for your podcast, leave a five-star review and a written comment as those go a long way in spreading this information to more and more listeners. Here at the Financial Mirror, I try and I look forward to presenting you with current event stories, keeping you in the know, anything that comes up, I want you to be ready for it. Well, today I have just that. I am going to talk about this particular instance where student loans are now being canceled. Today, it's just one of those days. If you heard it in the intro, it's a day I've been dreading. But the thing about this is that there are a number of opinions on it. I have seen and read opinions from all walks of life, and everyone has a different opinion on it. And I truly, I value that, right? I value people's ability to create their own opinion about a matter. I encourage it, and it doesn't have to agree with what I'm saying doesn't have to agree with what anyone else is saying. You can have your own personal opinion. And I think that that is encouraged, right? I think that 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 should be the way it goes. But if I am totally transparent, uh, I believe that there is a a sense of, of happiness in that regard, but there's a sense of sadness that comes with it. And and this is specifically talking about my views, my opinions of, of what I've got on student loan cancellation. So today I'm going to be talking about that. Uh, so the Biden administration did push this through. Uh, they did have a, a executive order that was signed pushing through student loan cancellation. And that's sort of where we're at from a current events perspective. Before I get into it, I do want to start with this. I'm going to give you all the details of student loan cancellation. I'm going to give you why I don't think it's a solution, but I want to start off with this first. For years now, I have been around friends, family members, coworkers, and even after you know starting the financial mirror, working with clients. And I have seen numerous, 
numbers behind dollar signs when it comes to looking at student loans. I've seen it. I've heard about it. There is a huge student loan problem, right? And that is a problem. So I, I know that this is a, a issue that's out there. I understand that. Um, but through all of this, through all this time of being around all these people, the number one question that I have had around student loans would be asked to me what, you know, was, what do I think about what they should do with it? Like, what do I truly think that they should do about their student loans? And there have been, you know, for years, politicians have pushed for student loan forgiveness or cancellation, whatever word you want to throw out there. The dollar amount that comes with that conversation has continued to change over the years. So I know that there's an appetite for it. I know that. But when people ask me that question, what should I do with my student loans? Well, my answer is pretty easy. Pay them, right? Like that's pretty easy. But what they're really asking is, is sh should I really focus on my student loans? Should I worry about paying them off? Because I may have, you know, just some, some type of cancellation that comes from the federal government that says, I'm going to cancel out your student loans. Or maybe some other policy or, or change happens where student loans all of a sudden are forgiven, right? And that's kind of what we're seeing now. So for all these years, and this is kind of my, my, my face to palm uh, reaction is that for all these years, I've been telling everyone, yeah, like, like, you, like, don't worry about that. Like, I just don't ever see that coming. And I, I was wrong. I was wrong. We are officially seeing a student loan debt uh, cancellation go through. Does it get stopped? I don't know. It doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. But that's what I've been told. So all this time, people, when, when I look at them and I talk to them, they want to move student loans to the bottom. They want that to be the last, the last debt they pay for. Normally, it's because it's their biggest. Uh, but that's not always the case. So when we've had these conversations, I want to tell you, regardless of the outcome of, with clients, friends, family members, coworkers, all of them, we, I, my views have never changed. No one's ever been able to, first off, change my views of student loans and student loan cancellations, as those are two totally and vastly different topics. But today, uh, so, so first off, if you comment below, if you want to try to change my opinion of student loans, so listening to this, if you listen and, and you don't agree, I'm totally okay with it. Don't make the comments a, an attack. It's not an attack on anybody. It's just a, a simple simple conversation but if you if you want to you know give me a, your view of student loans and student loan cancellation put that in the comment section i'd be glad to listen to it i i love the the opinions that are out there but when we when i've had these conversations my views haven't changed how i feel about student loan debt is the same as i feel about any other debt i don't care if it's a credit card debt a, a mortgage or not a mortgage a, a car loan or, or or a personal loan or anything it's all the same so today i want to update you on what's going on but more importantly, I want to show you why this cancellation isn't actually a solution and it will not move our society anywhere. So let's jump into it. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. 
You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So the first thing, so I've got the article pulled up right here. Uh, so Biden cancels up to $20,000 in student loan debt for millions of Americans and extends the payment pause. So uh, my source here is CBS News. And this was uh, all happened around August 23rd, I believe it was. But he pretty much he, he, he passed an executive order that would be canceling student loans of many Americans. Now, this did come with stipulations, requirements that are out there that you are required to to maintain. But the amount that would be canceled with this order would be ten thousand dollars for most students. And I say that for most students, twenty thousand dollars if you receive Pell Grant money. So why more for Pell Grant? Well, that's because Pell Grant is intended for what? Lower income families. Now, if you, so, you know, so if you receive Pell Grant, it was because you, uh, as an adult, if you started school, you know, later in life or your parents, if you were right out of high school, you were under some threshold of income that allowed you to qualify for Pell Grant. This allowed you more money to go to school. Um, so, you know, in essence, that's kind of, uh, you know, you while you do have a lower income family, you were also given more for school. So that first part, that's that's actually the very first problem that I see with this is that people that receive Pell Grant money uh, was federal government funded money that they don't have to pay back. They receive that to go to school and they're going to get $20,000 because they were in a lower income family. Right. Like, so that's the first thing. It, like you got extra money to go to school. Why do you need extra student loan money paid off? Right. So that's kind of my, the first issue that I had with the student loan, the, the current situation. But but that's not the only problem here. The other problem is that people with student loans may have qualified for Pell Grant because maybe they were just out of high school. Their parents didn't make a lot of money, but then they went to college they got a degree. Let's for for the sake of argument, let's say that uh, student one got a degree in computer science. Uh, they now have gone off and they're making a six figure income, right? But you know that's but they got Pell Grant, right? They got Pell Grant money, so now they get twenty thousand dollars wiped away from their student loans. Versus this other person, grew up in a very uh, affluent family, uh, but they wanted to be a teacher. Right. They want to be a teacher. This is student number two. They want to be a teacher. And they're as a teacher, they're making forty five thousand dollars. They grew up in an affluent family. That's correct. And they as a teacher make forty five thousand. So in this scenario, teacher two, that's a teacher or, or teacher two, student two, that's a teacher. They get ten thousand dollars and they're only making forty five thousand dollars a year. Versus this other person that's making, let's just for giggles, say $100,000. And they get $20,000 of their student loan paid off. They're making a ton more money. So it's not really a fair comparison to say, oh, well, you get more money paid off if you receive Pell Grant. You're in two different, you're talking after college, post-college. The amount of money for starting pay for degrees is totally different. 
you had a choice to choose which path you wanted to take. And the policy does the policy for student loan cancellation doesn't translate to real life. So that's the first problem. That's the reason why this is not a, 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 a great solution, because it really doesn't look at collectively uh, the, the country as a whole and make sense of what we currently have. But there's more to it. So that was the first thing was 10 and 20,000. The second is this income limit. So with this cancellation, you qualify if you make under a certain income. So for an individual, that limit is 125,000. For a couple, that limit is 250,000. So for many of you, you're like, wow, someone that makes $125,000 is gonna get a 10 or $20,000 handout while you make $80,000 and maybe you didn't even go to college, right? That is correct. That is very correct. So it doesn't really make sense. If you make under $125,000, if you make $124,999, I would hope that you have enough money to, to pay off your student loan debt, right? Like that's, that's a broad assumption. If you're a couple and you make over $250,000 or if you make under $250,000, but at that limit, I would hope that you could pay off your student loan debt, right? I'm not saying it's going to be comfortable, right? I'm not saying it's going to be comfortable. I'm not saying, and I'm going to get to that in a little bit, but I'm not saying it's going to be comfortable, but I know it's feasible. So how are they coming up with this income? Is this arbitrary? Is this that your W-2 says it? Well, kind of. This is either from your 2020 or 2021 adjusted gross income, your AGI, on your taxes. That's how they're looking at this. That's how they are determining those who are eligible. Now, so this is kind of, in a nutshell, what's going on. This is kind of everything that's happening, and you're now caught up on that piece. But I want to show you more reason why this isn't a good solution. So the next piece talks about how people that feel that or that that are in debt or, or that they don't feel what debt really feels like they normally return there okay so i want to go back to where i started i told you i've talked to many people over the years and i've maintained the same view those that what i've noticed over time is those that try to shortcut debt payoff those that try to get this like really quick get rich scheme those that try all these different methods to get out of debt versus just hard nose, go after the debt, pay it off. They don't really ever, you know, learn how to manage money and they truly miss a great opportunity to learn good money habits. So what do I mean? Well, 70 to 80%, the number kind of varies depending on where you look at, but 70 to 80% of Americans, they live outside their means, right? They live outside their means. So whether they have student loan debt or whether they have anything else, they already live outside their means. So what does canceling student loan debt like like what does that do for that individual? We're not teaching financial habits. We're not teaching people how to be good stewards of their money. We're not teaching that. We just expect people to know it. But 70 to 80 percent spend more money than they make. And I bet you all of those people don't even know it. Right. Like they don't even budget long enough to, to really see that they overspend in certain categories and ultimately they spend more money than they make. So the that that's a huge piece. But there's something bigger than that. Seventy seven percent of Americans have debt. Seventy seven percent of Americans have debt. Most of them 
when we look at that type of debt is credit card debt. Since COVID hit, student loans have been paused, right? Student loan payments have been totally paused. Like you haven't had a, you haven't had to make a payment in ye- in almost two years, right? Yet, yet when we look at it, when we look at the stats that are out there, credit card debt has increased. How is this? How can no one be required to pay their student loans, but credit card debt has increased? That doesn't make sense. If student loans are truly the enemy, if student loans are the reason that people just are living paycheck to paycheck and they need this $10,000 or this $20,000 bailout, why are people going further into debt, right? Why, why is that happening? They're not required to pay their student loans right now. Why are they still going into debt? It doesn't make sense. I've worked with multiple clients over the years. And what I can tell you is this. What I can tell you is this one single thing. People learn to manage money when they are getting out of debt. I have listened to countless stories of people who have overcome debt and they beat it. They beat debt. Now they know what it feels like to be in debt. Now they know how hard it is to get out. And they 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 can feel all the pain that went with that, all the struggles that they went through. And they do not get there again. They do not allow themselves to get back in that position. So what I've noticed is that being in debt creates a psychological dependence on on debt, right? Like it's easy to go back to it. It's easy to keep going back. It was, it, you know, even when you get out, it's easy to get pulled back in because once that dependence is created, you need a hardship to show you that you no longer have to depend on it. You need something to happen, whether that be uh, that, that, you know, uh, you, you may may have to work, you know, three jobs just to be able to pay this stuff off. But you need to get outside of your comfort zone so that you can really feel what debt is like. Debt just strangles people. It truly strangles people. And even when they make progress in getting out of it, something happens and it gets them right back in. It just pulls them right back in. So what that's the part I really want to tell you is I want to tell you that regardless of where you're at, regardless of of what you're doing, I want to say that you can get out of debt. It's just going to take time. So now, this final part, I want to tell you the second order effects of this cancellation. I really want to tell that part to you. And the reason it won't work, and it's all because of these second order effects, the second order effects that come with it. So the biggest thing that we are already in a recession, we're in a recession, inflation is high, and this is be- making many people live paycheck to paycheck. They're continuing to live paycheck to paycheck. And you're probably thinking, well, if people are living paycheck to paycheck, wouldn't actually canceling the student loans, wouldn't that actually help them, right? Like that's probably what you're thinking. Well, if we cancel the student loan, if that's their biggest thing and we cancel the student loans, wouldn't we just be all good with, with moving forward in, our, in, our, in the money? Well, the answer is no. When you think about inflation, you have to realize that this is costing everyone more money. As the cost of goods go higher, every single person's budget is getting tighter, right? And that's what I want you to think about. I want you to think about that. So what did I say? I said everyone's cost of goods goes up. 
not people with student loan debt, not people without student loan debt. Everyone's does. So this means that inflation, as it goes higher, so do the cost of goods. So now let's look back. What's going to happen when the student loans get forgiven, right? Like, how is that paid for? Well, that's an easy question. More money is going to get funneled into the into the economy. And what's that going to do? The same thing that happened last time when we funneled money into the economy. Inflation is going to go higher. So now what happens? You cancel student loan debt for the select few and everyone's cost of goods go up, including those with student loan debt. So now if we know credit card debt is the highest debt that any American has, it's credit card debt, not highest dollar amount, total percentage, percentage of people with debt. Most of it is credit card debt. So when you think about inflation, you think about all these cost of goods going up. Where, you know, this person that was struggling with student loan repayment, now what? They're going to be struggling with food. They're going to be struggling with shelter. They're going to be struggling with utilities. They're going to be struggling with everything. So that's what I want to tell you. I want to tell you that it is easy to know that their cost of living is going to go up. The cost that they were probably saving now from the student loan uh, cancellation is only going to be put into another category. And I hope that makes sense. Their cost is still going to be the same. It is not going to improve their situation. Inflation will go up. We will see a higher cost of goods in the areas. So the only problem here is that people that didn't go to college, that they said, I don't really need college for what I want to do. They're now paying for those that decided to go to college by paying higher cost of goods because of this ridiculous price tag that comes on this bill that is coming out to cancel student loans. I'm hoping this makes more sense as this is not a solution. This is not even a band-aid. Like this is absolutely terrible for, for our current economy. And that's the, that's the part I want to get across. The other effect is from taxes. That's right. Taxes. So uh, here's an article that I found. This is a current study that's out. But student loan forgiveness or cancellation, whichever word we're using now, this could result in a $2,500 burden per taxpayer. That's correct. That's even those with student loans. Their tax burden will increase by an average of $2,500 each, right? So they're not only now going to pay more for cost of goods because of the increased money that's been funneled into the government or into the economy, but they're also now going to have more money to pay into taxes because they've got you got to pay for this somehow. It's not free money, right? It's not free. So they're going to they're going to be forced to pay more in taxes. I'm going to be forced to pay more in taxes. You're going to be forced to pay more in taxes. You're going to be forced to pay more in cost of goods. I'm going to be forced to pay more in cost of goods. This is not good solution for our economy. The next part, student loans is that it doesn't have to go towards tuition solely. This money can go toward anything that's approved, to be honest with you. And that's something that I think you should understand is that you don't this doesn't have to be something that that, you know, there's a a vast and I say vast, I mean, vast amount of um, criterias or, 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 or categories that you can spend student loans on. And under each of those major categories, you can almost fit about anything, not anything, but you can fit almost 
anything. So that's a that's a huge issue, right? Like that's a huge issue. So when we look at that and we're like, okay, that's a a piece that we should be familiar with. Um, that's that's something that that you have to know that the money is not just going to tuition, that you can kind of spend it in anything and it pay for it. So when we look at student loan cancellation, how much of that being canceled is actually was used for tuition? How much of that was actually spent for them to go to college? Right. And that's that's a piece that we have to keep in mind. So the final thing, the final part of why this isn't a good solution is because I want you to know this number because this number means a lot in this context. Thirty three percent of students drop out of college. Thirty three percent. How many of those had student loans? Right. How many of those got a student loan? So now they didn't finish their degree. You you mean we're paying tax dollars for someone that went to college and didn't finish. Right. So they can't put that on a resume. Oh, I partially went to college. Oh, I got I got the the partial degree. Like that's not a thing. Right. So they're no better for the market. You can't put on a resume. Well, I took two classes in computer science and now I, I can do X, Y, Z. There may be skills that were brought up, but you could have learned those same skills without going to college. Right. So that's the part I want you to think about. Thirty three percent of students drop out of college. So we're going to use money, taxpayer dollars to pay for tuition for someone that didn't finish their degree. Terrible. We need to start telling people that, you know, right now people say, oh, you need to go to college. So kids graduate and they think they need to go to college and then they don't finish. What have they lost? They lost time and they lost money. Right. They could have already been in the market selling, you know, creating new skills, getting better at whatever it is they're going to they're going to go after. And they lost a lot of money because they could have been earning that in the market. So this narrative of like college is needed. It needs to stop, to be honest with you. And this is just another part of my views that are out there. But uh, college isn't needed for everyone. I've done a whole episode on going to college. It's a four part episode. You can go back and look in the archives and see that. But it's certainly something that is beneficial to some. Uh, But we should not put college into like haves and have nots type of thing. Like those that go to college and those that don't are not haves and haves nots. They they both have, right? It's just how you use it. So that's kind of the the piece that that I wanted to make sure that that you understand. I wanted you to understand that. But what I want to close with is this. Student loans are a choice. Every single person had a choice. They made a choice to go to college. When someone decided they want to go to school, that was their choice. What school they went to, that was their choice. What could they afford? What would their degree be in? How many times are they going to change their degree before they finally solidify on one? How would they pay for it? Are they going to live at home? Are they going to move out? What other additional expenses are going to be needed? All of these are choices and thoughts and things that that student had to work through. It's not something that we just forgive. We don't just cancel that. We don't just all of a sudden say, well, you made the like you made a choice that wasn't the best so now we're going to cancel it we're just going to get rid of it no that's not how it works all those were choices we and as humans we live our lives and every day we have a choice i decide what i'm going to eat i decide where i'm going to go i decide what i'm going to do with my free time i decide everything right and every single thing if i only play video games 24 7 i can't be mad that i'm not a doctor right i i did nothing to try to become a doctor. 
I made that choice, right? I made that choice. I couldn't be a doctor anyways. I don't do blood, but anyways. But I want more people to realize that student loan cancellation is not a solution because it's literally a bailout of a choice that someone made. It really is just, it's literally just saying, I understand you made a bad choice here. Let me give you a short-term Band-Aid to fix it. That's kind of what, what that is, right? Like that's kind of the, the piece that, that I really want you to think about. So I want more people to realize that. And we as a society, we can't look at student loan cancellation as a good thing. We can't look at it as a solution because it's really not. We need to continue to create better stewards of money. We need to continue to teach our youth, teach our young adults, teach adults how to be good stewards of money, how to to utilize the finances and the and the 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 you know the finite resource that it is, how to use that for their good, right? Like that's what we have to start to teach. That's what we have to focus on because that's what's truly going to help our society. So all in all, I hope that this just given giving you more knowledge about the situation, but more importantly, just give you a chance to peek inside my brain of, of my point of view. And as I started with, you don't have to agree with me. You don't have to, to say, you know what? I, I heard you and I agree with every word you said. I, I would prefer you not. I would prefer you to say, you know what? I've got, I, I hear you. You make some strong points, uh, but I think this, cool. Defend your points and I'm happy with it. But what I'm saying is I hope that this just giving you a different point of view of what is going on currently in the market and how you can uh, best utilize your thoughts uh, to start to make make a difference as, as a society and we continue to improve that together. Now, if all of this came across and now you're like, wow, well, I, I want to take control of my finances. I want to pay off my student loans. I don't want a bailout. I'm, that's not me. Well, guess what? Today you can. You can head over to thefinancialmirror.org and you can happily sign up for a free financial coaching consultation. That's right. You just head over to thefinancialmirror.org, hit book now in the middle of the screen and schedule that free consultation today. And you will be on my books and we'll get you scheduled to, to sit. We'll do a virtual uh, meeting and we'll see if a financial coach works for you. And maybe that's just, just what you need to get you where you want to be financially. Finally, if you do want to give a little extra dose of support to the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. Now, I truly appreciate you tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment and share this episode with all of your friends, family members, and coworkers. And if you are on a podcast platform, Apple or Spotify, leave that five-star review and a written comment as those go a long ways in getting this message out. I enjoyed the episode and I hope you did as well. I look forward to talking with you next week. Continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.